0: Everything is Awesome is part of Courts and Parts, a podcast network featuring pop culture, TV, movie, and geek podcasts. Check out some of our other shows like TV Ate My Brain, Let's Chat with Revelin Friends, and Podstalgic at courtsandparts.com. awesome. Welcome to this week's edition of Everything is Awesome I am your host Kev And this is the show where we sit down to talk to awesome people About awesome things And this week is a very special episode um, I knew when I uh, When Wonder Woman was coming out uh, by Based on the trailers That it, there was something different about this DC movie And um, it, looked, it reminded me of Captain America In the sense that the 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 period setting i don't know the trailers for captain america the first avenger hit me in a way and the trailer for uh this one uh, wonder woman hit me in a big bad way but the but one thing dc has taught me was be to um be very very careful of what we see in the trailers <sighs> um but then the buzz started happening and people actually liked this movie <laughs> unlike the other ones So I knew as soon as I heard that, that I had to go see this movie. And not only did I have to go see Wonder Woman, but I had to talk about it with two people in particular. Um, From episode uh, either 58 or 59, I sat down and spoke to Casey Spivey. uh, She's an actress, a producer and host for Screen Rant. She was in Game of Thrones, the musical out in L.A., Uh, And we, our conversation took us to this like wonderful little place where we were speaking about uh, gender equality in Hollywood or the lack thereof. And we were talking about women in Hollywood and, and, and it was just a really interesting conversation. Go find that episode that we did with Casey Spivey. I'll link to it in the show notes, Um, fun conversation uh, about Casey herself and, and, and it, took a turn to a really cool conversation about gender and women uh, in Hollywood. and not just Hollywood? I think we kind of covered it, you know, everywhere. But you know, for the purpose of that conversation, it was Hollywood. So I knew I wanted to speak to Casey, and I also wanted to speak to our good friend, super friend, Hall of Famer for Super Friends, uh, Garrett Smith. Garrett, you'll remember from. Uh, Our first two episodes ever of Everything is Awesome. You'll remember him as being the comedian we had at the first ever Philadelphia Podcast Festival we were part of for uh, 2016. Uh, He was also recently a guest host for us uh, at our Amalgam Comics and Coffeehouse show. And um, he's just a good friend of mine, a good friend of the show. And I knew he, he has the same feelings about women in movies that Casey has and that I have. And he's, he, he's vocal about it, unlike myself. He's super vocal about it. He's a film guy. So I knew that I wanted to talk to both of them about Wonder Woman because I thought it was going to be something special. So what you're going to listen to is a conversation I had with both Garrett and Casey separately. Uh, first coming up is going to be, I figured, hey, we're going to talk about a movie uh, that's very empowering for women. Let's kick it off with two dudes talking about it so i just thought the irony there was worth it so right here is uh my conversation with garrett smith about wonder woman and how special it was to both him and i right here on awesomepodcast.com so i did finally see uh wonder woman last night at oh yeah cool i saw it at uh 10 at the at my local movie theater which I didn't get there until 10:30 at night. Now I don't know. I know we kind of talked the other uh, at the show the other day about how uh, because you're an adult, it's hard to do things. Is does that include yes. going to the movies late at night?
1: Yes, it does. <laughs> oh, uh, I have had to stop going to see midnight movies. I used to love going to see, and Philly has like really cool midnight movie screenings. Yeah, like somewhat frequently. Okay, and I. I i just had to stop going because it didn't matter how good the movie was or cool it was to see it. like i fell asleep like a half hour into pulp fiction one time oh man and just and just slept through the whole thing <laughs>
0: Wow! I,
1: I just i yeah. can't do it if i it's, it's a dark room yeah in a comfy chair and if it's too late i just fucking pass out
0: yeah, I'm the. Uh, I can stay up during the movie. It's just that the next day is really rough. Like my eyes have been so droopy all day now.
1: Oh man! Yeah.
0: To be fair, I also got home a little wired and binge watched Thirteen Reasons uh, on Netflix,
1: <laughs> like the whole thing.
0: Uh, I was I was halfway through it already, so I just binged the next like six hours. <laughs> and so you just didn't sleep. I slept for an hour. <laughs> but you're but you're blaming Wonder Woman for that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm blaming the Midnight Showing, <laughs> not Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman okay. was uh, so now it's a little unfair because we actually I got your kind of spoiler-free review yesterday.
2: Uh, yeah,
1: Red. Right.
0: I hope I didn't like overhype it for you. No, well, so so I'm going to f- first thing I'm going to say is that it is not only the the best DC movie, for sure. Yeah. Um, it yeah. was just a, just a solid movie overall. Now, yeah. I will say all that kind words being said, um that it was and not by you by any stretch of the imagination it just has had a lot of hype out there uh over again yeah, yeah. i think it did for me uh suffer from being um you know uh, being built up in my own mind to be something more yeah, yeah. than it was so i wasn't disappointed but i walked out saying well that wasn't what i thought it was going to be but it was still just so good uh yeah yeah and like i i, I think the going uh like score, average score is ninety three percent right now, and I, yeah, I would say eighty nine percent is where I actually put it. Like, it seems like a solid B plus. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would
1: agree with that. Like, I, I think part of my like just enthusiasm about it was like I went in with like no expectation. Like yeah. you had, you unfortunately had a little bit because like you know the DC movie. I have not liked the DC movie. No, I just since have generally. Not really liked
0: that. Yeah, since uh, Nolan, they've kind of yeah. been uh, terrible. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Yeah, um,
1: I, I mean, I, I like. I there are things I like about BBS. Uh, yeah. There are some great sequences I mean, it feels, Like I, it's, I don't hate those movies or anything, but I I have not liked those movies for sure. So yeah. like I kind of went in, but I was like hopeful about Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like I I like Patty Jenkins, and and I really like Gal Gadot. I'm a big Fast head. Uh, and I, you know, so, like, I was, like, pretty pumped already, but, like, I also just, like, I didn't really know what to expect at all. I'm also, like, not super familiar with Wonder Woman, yeah. you know? Yeah, I, yeah, I've read, like, a, I've read a few issues of Wonder Woman in my life, um, and most of them were, like, uh, post-New 52, uh, okay. issues of Wonder Woman, yeah. so, but, like, yeah, I don't, like, um, I, I guess I just, like, had really kind of, like, no expectation for it and just fell Mostly, like, the more I think about it, it, was like, I really think it's that romance at the heart of it that works so fucking well and is so entertaining that I just, I, I was, like, so on board with it pretty much the whole time. Last half hour, not so much, but.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I gotta say, you know, I was thinking about what you said um, at the live show uh, Yeah. after I watched the movie, and, like, I don't think I could say anything different, really, about how I felt about it, because you were, like, spot on about exactly how I felt about that movie. Uh, like you said, the last half hour, when it kind it almost looks like the studio finally said, hey, guys, you have to do this kind of fight scene. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We, we have a mandate here at DCEU, <laughs> and it's every final battle has to look like an animatic from a Mortal Kombat cutscene. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was... Um, I mean, and I, I mean, and even that, like, I didn't hate, like, like it was. No, it was, it, it was
1: not terrible for sure. It, it, it is more just, I'm so tired of fucking seeing that ending. It, it's yes. on every, yes. it's on every comic book, right? it, It's not even the worst version of it for sure. It, I, I, I didn't like actively hate it or anything, but it was just kind of a big, like fat yawn at the end of a really exciting, cool movie that I was like pretty jazzed on.
0: It was, and for me, um, and, and I, and I kind of hate making this comparison because I it, I want it to stand on its own, and it does. It does one hundred percent stand on its own, and and and, yeah. and it's a great um, first female-led uh, superhero movie uh, in the, from the big two brands, and yeah. um, I'm so happy that it exists, but. It reminds me a lot of uh, Captain America, uh, the first Captain America, because they're both period pieces. They both kind of shoot to the uh, present day at the end of it.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, if you really want to get into making comparisons like that, it's basically Thor meets Captain America. Okay, yeah. It's like the fish out of water story from Thor set in the setting of Captain America.
0: Oh yeah, yeah totally. And but you know what? It, it's it was. I didn't think about Captain America at all while I watched it. And I really, no liked, me neither. Really liked that it was, and I don't know. This might have been something that you said. I'm I'm confusing what people said. Uh, who said yeah. what? So you may have said this. I'll take credit for it all. That's fine. I, I really like that it was not nazis as the bad guys like it was germany but it wasn't it was world war one germans instead of right yeah yeah i thought that was really great um i thought that and i think you said this yesterday i want to credit you because i think it was you but i really like that um they did like ghostbusters uh, a female-led movie kind of took the the male receptionist and, and, uh-huh. and, made, and I, I think it worked for that movie, for what it was, and I think it worked right. for Chris Hemsworth, but like they made yeah. him like the male bimbo. But yeah, yeah. I love that as serious as they took Wonder Woman um, uh, in this movie, they also took the male, the male lead in this, and they were both heroes. It wasn't like a hero and a sidekick oh, yeah. or a hero and oh. a bumbling male, you know?
1: Yeah, well, and I think like that's pretty important cuz I think like the real message that um like one of the things that comes across in the movie and I think it's like a pretty important cool message is just like this isn't about this isn't necessarily about like rah-rah, like, look at how great women are. It is, like, more importantly about, like, look at this equal-level playing field. Yes. Look how equally capable women are, uh, if not more capable, uh, you know, in certain scenarios and things like that. But, like, I I think it's, like, it's pretty important that the idea is, like, no, you can still have your your male action hero. Here he is. You recognize him. He's Captain Kirk. He's he's a legitimate, you know, huge action star, uh, action hero. Uh, and here's a woman that can stand right next to him, shoulder to shoulder, and you're never going to bat an eye about whether that makes sense because it does and it should. Uh, and I, I think that's like pretty important and cool.
0: Yeah, and and the way that like like every other male uh, character in that. Uh, and not, I guess not, like, the the small group, but, like, outside the small group, the minor characters, I love yeah. how they were all very dismissive of, like, there being a woman around. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, And Chris Pine's uh, Steve Trevor was... Um, he was great. Yeah, I mean, he really... And, and, like, the character, like, when he realized that, you know, she could block a bullet, like, was yeah. right there. Like, okay, you can definitely help me then. Like, you can stand on your own.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I legitimately, I, I think I said this on the show, I did Tear Up twice during the movie. Oh, really? the first time. Yeah, and, I, like, I'm pretty sure I could say both of these things really without spoiling the movie for anybody, because um, you can keep them in real loose terms. But the trench run, we'll call it. Okay. Uh, fucking, like, I just started to get, like, real misty. I don't know what it was, but, like, her just deciding... Like, no, I know what I'm capable of, yeah. and I know I'm capable of this, so I will do it and I will lead. Like, and then just the way that's all like framed and shot and how exciting yes. and dramatic, like, it just fucking, like, I got like real misty, like, just over the whole notion of like giving a woman a role like that. And like, yeah. I don't know, it was, I, I like loved it. And then actually, her sort of like the big argument she has with Steve just, like, at the end of the second act, just before you, like, get into the finale. Yeah. uh, Like, kind of, like, brought me to tears a little bit, too, because it's just, like, that was how good and real that romance was in that movie was, like, I really believed where the two of them were in that moment and what that argument meant to both of them and for both of them uh, and kind of some of the ideas of heroism that they're both talking about in that moment. Uh, were very powerful to me. Like, this is the first superhero movie I've walked out of that I was like, Wonder Woman made me just, like, want to be a better person.
0: Yeah, it does. It just
1: charged me up on, like, yeah, do the right thing. Be the the vocal leader. Like, do the right thing. It just charged me up on that.
0: Honestly, like, that feeling that you get is, like, the feeling, and and I don't want to... Keep harping on Man of Steel, but like that's kind of the feeling I expect yeah. out of seeing a Superman movie, right? <laughs> like,
1: that, like that's Dan loves Man of Steel because he said that's how Man of Steel made him feel. He like got up out of the movie and he was like, "I want to be better." And I've never had that experience before. I definitively did not have it with Man of Steel, yeah. uh, but I had it with uh, well, I had it with Furious Seven. But that's a whole other fucking conversation <laughs> that we don't want to get into right now. Uh, but this is the first superhero movie I guess the Fast and Furious movies are superhero movies we don't even get into this right now this is the first superhero movie that like made me feel that way I like really really felt that coming out of the theater um, and it's because like that it also has like some true I think heroics in it yes. and that's kind of one of the things you touched on before like by the end of the movie both her and Steve do very noble heroic things yeah. like both of them are extremely big heroic acts um that have, uh, you know, mean a lot for both of them and their arcs. And, uh, the, I also don't think there's been a lot of good examples of that in, certainly there have been, but not a lot of good examples of that in uh, modern superhero
0: blockbusters. No, no. And, and it's it's funny. I was discussing with one of my buddies today about, because I told him I saw this movie, and he was like, man, the last DC film I saw was 1989's Batman. I'm like, <laughs> dude, first of all, like, get out there and see a movie. Secondly, mm-hmm. you, you can skip, all, You go see the Nolan stuff and then skip everything else and go right to Wonder Woman. Um, yeah, because, yeah. And it's, it is just a nice, like, you know, and you've been very vocal about like, the, like, women-led comedy or action or stuff, like, through Twitter and your show, I Like to Movie Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um,
1: I think it's very important to uh, get, you know, just the representation of women on the screen uh, needs to grow, and it's, like, exciting that it is, it hasn't just begun, it's, like, You know, the ball is, like, rolling and rolling faster and
0: faster. Yeah, because it's not – like, I don't want to sit here and say Wonder Woman's, like, kicking it off. Because it's certainly not. It's been happening more and more. Um, Yeah, yeah. But this is a nice example of, what like, a big comic book brand doing it. Uh, Yeah. And I think what's really nice is that, uh, as I think – serialized and formatted that we we've come to know marvel and comic book movies in general i think that as because this movie was so good it's it's going to make marvel up their ante with captain marvel uh
1: I, i really hope so and i hope marvel takes advantage of you know this is something they do in their comic books a lot i think Are kind of expecting this with the movie series, but I don't know if people realize what might actually be coming, which is uh, using Infinity Gauntlet to like really be like a full-on entire universe reset. Yeah. um, So that they can hopefully maybe like learn some lessons from how much sort of like wheel spinning they've had to do, Mm -hmm. uh, and and get back to like more singular complete movies. Yeah. Uh, instead of the um, fully... Like, I like the interwoven thing, but I, I think maybe that can be perfected. Um, and and I hope, you know, they take advantage of being able to use Infinity Gauntlet as, like, kind of a full reset and get back to some smaller, tighter movies. Because I think that's one of the best things about Wonder Woman is that it, like, really does... Really, I mean, this movie will, whether the... You know, even if the DCEU totally collapses and falls on its face, which, you know, just, it it seems makes, very possible. Yes, yeah, very, very <laughs> um, possible. Wonder Woman will live on, like, the rest of them will feel like, oh, these are all pieces of a whole that just, like, don't make any sense and kind of suck. Wonder Woman will, like, really feel, because it's such its own thing, it yeah. doesn't even feel that connected to any of what they've done. Even... is uh, and, In fact, one of the worst things about it is the fact that the movie opens... <laughs> With essentially, like, I, I literally thought Tim Meadows was going to, like, come out from the background when Gal Gadot was looking at the picture and be like, Dewey Cox has to think about his entire life before he... Be- oh, uh, <laughs> that's but, lit- the movie is a two-hour-long flashback.
0: It, yes, but you know what? Which is
1: only there to, you know, serve as a, a continuity thing with yeah. the rest of the, the movies.
0: Absolutely, and but you know what I think you know. Going back to the example of the DCU collapses, even that opening, uh, having it start on her looking at that photograph, uh, yeah. and having the Wayne Enterprise tie in, yeah. I, it it doesn't that it doesn't hurt how much that film stands on its own because. Oh no,
1: no, no not at all, for yeah. sure. I mean that again. That's another thing that like even if those the rest of these movies get lost to time. Like, that will still just, like, either not make sense to somebody watching it, like, not in a bad way. It just, like, won't really mean anything. Or, yeah. you know, a uh, uh, sort of nerd will be like, oh, cool, there's, like, a Batman reference. Yes. So, yeah. You
0: know,
1: they're from the same comics.
0: Yeah. It was, and, and I don't know, just, like, I, like, and I do agree with you that you said yesterday that the, the color scheme was a little off. Uh, Doesn't
1: it seem like they, like, just, I mean maybe Patty Jenkins wanted to do that, but it really seems like they kind of like took a very colorful movie and desaturated it to look more like the, uh, the Zack Snyder version of this stuff.
0: Yeah. I And, but you know what? It worked for me because yeah. it was set in world war one. So, yeah, I mean,
1: it, people pointed that out, and there is a nice contrast between the island that she live on, yeah, uh, yeah. and, and the world that she enters like outside of that island, it's, you know, the The island is is certainly much more colorful yes. than the rest of the movie. Uh. So there's like a nice contrast between um, this sort of drab, war-torn world and uh, the paradise that she's from. You know?
0: Yeah, and and because I, I did notice that difference, and and, um, and like I said, but I think that because and this I kind of brought this up as more of a question yesterday uh, about it being a period piece, if it if it if it made it work or not work. And I think yeah. that I think that like that the Snyder vision or whatever you want to call it that that yeah. saturation of color it works when you have it set in a period piece, uh, because it just, it, it, I don't know, it just I, I think Captain America did it with, with World War II, and it just it yeah, feels yeah. right. It just feels right.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's like an aesthetic that we've kind of grown used to yeah. um, in like a modern era of movies. Like when we set things in the past, we tend to make them a little bit uh, like yeah. hyper real. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Like we sort of go for like a... Um, the last, like, 30 years or so, there's been sort of a hyper-real depiction of, of the past um, where we sort of, like, overdo it a little bit so that it's, like, a, a sort of, like, theatrical uh, a version of it. And this certainly played into that, I thought. Uh, and that would, which would work for it very well. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I think that's kind of what... I think we sort of are have been, like, trained to go, like, ah, oh, yes, yeah, the past. <laughs> when, that... when we see... And that makes like, sense. Yeah. Uh, when we see like a, uh, something that's sort of shot this way and, and looks this way. Now, um, what did you think of all like the other characters? Cause actually one of the things I also enjoyed and didn't even like think about really. And, and, uh, didn't take time to mention on the show was just the, um, I felt like they really did a good job of like filling the world with a lot of interesting, fun side characters that yeah. I spent just enough time with to like, mm-hmm. enjoy them. Um, but uh, they never felt like they got in the way. They never felt like they were just popping in at random. Like they they all felt like necessary, and they were. I don't know. It all like works very well. Me,
0: yeah, I, I agree. I, I love like the all those additional characters and and it, whatever. I don't know what if they, I don't think the group had a name, but the the Wonder Woman clan or whatever that that went <laughs> yeah. into uh, Germany. Um, they I because they all were so interesting, especially the Scottish guy. Uh, yeah super interesting and we got like enough of a backstory that you know i i I was satisfied with hearing what what we we got or seeing what we got and i'm yeah me personally i'm hoping that as as much as like i'm sure they want to get a wonder woman sequel to be set in a modern era i would love to see that team together again i know it's not going to have chris pine but Right. Uh, I would still love to see that team get back together and like a, a, and go on more adventures in in, in period pieces hey I just kind of dig that because yeah. you I don't know it's it's um I guess it's just more unique we're so used to seeing these comic book movies set in New York City or in modern technology that it's just nice right. to see something different uh and well even
1: if you think about it in this movie in particular it really helps with the wonder woman mythology like the idea of her riding a horse and using a sword and a shield is actually not like that ridiculous in world war one you know what i mean like we we were still riding horses and some generals were still like carrying sabers you know what i mean yeah um so like it it, like it even kind of like helps it, like, allows you to sort of get get deep into her sort of comic book aesthetic mm-hmm. and have it still feel, like, kind of legitimate to the world that it's set in. Um, like, if, I am curious if what they'll do is just sort of whenever she's in a Justice League movie, whether that means she's in a Batman movie, an actual movie called Justice League, uh, a Green Lantern movie, whatever, if that's when we'll see Wonder Woman in modern times, and then if maybe, like, the Wonder Woman series itself will be you know, uh, allow them to just kind of like be anywhere in yeah. her history. I
0: know? would love that. I, that, yeah, I think that's genius. Cause that's something. And, and I don't, and honestly, I don't think, I don't think that would work for captain America. And I'm only, I, I hate, again, I'm comparing only because they have similar, um, backgrounds in the sense that like, they both are, are from, you know, an, yeah. a, an ancient time. Uh, well, yeah I, I mean i guess the the, the 40s yeah, just is ancient, from a plot
1: point that yeah. wouldn't really work anyway because he yeah. frozen
0: yeah you know. yeah but with Wonder Woman like because she is alive throughout all this yeah. I, it would be i think I, and then again like another like kind of brush of fresh air in in this in this saturated comic book movie world that we live in now right. uh, to see something done like that um i think yeah that is a genius idea they should Listen to this and steal that. Because, uh, <laughs> well, like
1: think about the cool things you could do because like you wouldn't even have to like jump right to World War Two. You wouldn't even have to do another war movie necessarily. You could have it be like um, you could do like an espionage movie oh, set God. in the Cold War. You know what I mean? Yes. Like you could have her like learn, let, you know, have it be about her sort of like learning other skills and things. You know what I mean? Like having to work undercover amongst the humans you know you know
0: oh my god That and that i mean that would be an amazing flick i mean that's that's something that i again with this character and and the fact that there is basically so much history between what we've already seen and where she's at at the you know literally at the end of the credits uh and you wouldn't even have to do it chronologically no you know what i mean
1: there wouldn't be any you wouldn't have to do that you could just go like what's the next good wonder woman story we can think of and uh that, yeah, we got a good idea that would be set in 1970 and then yeah. what's the next one oh we have a good idea that it would be set in the 40s we, you know and you could just do that it wouldn't you know they could each just be chapters comic books in her history
0: and that is like to me like true comic book that you can just hop anywhere yeah. you want in a story just ma- and that makes the perfect singular story uh and, and and i don't know i think they have something special with wonder woman it's it's taken them uh, what this is their fourth I, movie in the in the uh universe uh yeah. and they have something real special with it
1: and you you know you you just know that a lot of these characters um you know whatever their history does not allow for them to do that or or they only make sense set in a modern times so like there's going to be so many dc movies that are set quote unquote now and she can pop in and out around all of those. Yes. And we could, have, you know, and we'll have plenty of, of current Wonder Woman stories because of it.
0: It's it's um, almost the like the way that I, I almost want to see how Hulk is used. It's like I want to just see Hulk bumming around in other movies and not see a right, solo instead flick. Instead
1: of getting his own just having just kind yeah. of but you know. But with her you can get good story.
0: Yeah, with her you can get yeah. a good story solo-wise. So, yeah, yeah. It's I think I I hope that they can... And it's it's the same kind of hope that you have after you see Deadpool, where, like, I hope right. that they just... When they go on to do a sequel to this movie... Because right now, for me, DCEU is simply Wonder Woman. Like, I can kind of ignore yeah. the other movies. Like, let's just... Uh, dude, I'm right there with it. you. Yeah, it's...
1: Dude, every time her fucking guitar riff plays, I just want to, like, get up out of my seat and throw a chair at someone. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> yeah. She is just... And, like, again... No other superhero in the modern era even has a theme song you could hum. Yeah. Like, she just... They just fucking... There's some magic to this character. And especially, like, right now, it's, like, the perfect moment for it. They just are nailing it with her. And to me, that's, like... I feel like you just have to give credit to, basically, Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot for that. Yeah. Like... You know, Gal Gadot sort of created the performance for her in BBS, and then Patty Jenkins, and, and whoever wrote that movie, which, unfortunately I don't know, I, I don't have that in front of me, yeah, yeah. uh, kind of, you know, we're able to, to craft a really, because I, you know, I, I don't know that the studio, <laughs> I feel like it's, we have plenty of evidence, like, what they think they're doing.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's... I- <laughs> I think that this is like a great opportunity for them to kind of, you know, recalibrate. Yeah, yeah, and and I and it sounds like maybe you got you
1: got to think that they are so mad right now that they jumped so fast into Justice League. Yeah. To try and catch up with Marvel. Yeah. Because think about if they had just waited to do the, you know, if they had waited a little bit, this Wonder Woman movie would have come out. People would have fallen in love with Wonder Woman, and it would have been like, oh, okay, fucking drop everything, we're doing a Justice League movie. And fuck a Batman, fuck a Superman. Wonder Woman is going to be the leader of our Justice League. She'll be the one that gets them together. She'll be, and that would even make sense with the way they've established her character. Yeah. Like, and and they, they would make, that would be huge. They'd be fucking, they would make headlines with that. You know what I mean? Because yes. that's like, <laughs> that would be, <laughs> man, they must be, uh, I, I hope someone just got fired.
0: It's, well i mean and they i mean i know that they're kind of making some readjustments um but i mean I, like every movie does so i yeah. I, I mean i am not getting too excited for justice league because it's <laughs> it's it, cuz it, it looks like it, i mean see i liked ben affleck as batman uh, I, I love him as batman yeah so so i'm hoping that i'm hoping that they kind of just learned from batman versus superman and 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 applied all the good um, well,
1: and I think Jason Momoa looks very fun as Aquaman. Yeah, there's, like a, yeah. there's good stuff in that trailer between two of them. But the moment that uh, Aquaman just, like, is sitting on the side of a Batmobile that is speeding, like, a missile, like, down a street and then just, like, says something cocky to Bruce Wayne and jumps <laughs> off of it is the most absurd-looking, <laughs> dumb thing I've ever seen in mm-hmm. my life. And it's just like, oh, you've learned nothing. You don't know what you got. have. You have no <laughs> idea what you're doing. It's,
0: I mean, and but I'm also excited to see, you know, the, I mean, I, DC, where they've, fall, they've failed a lot with their movies, they, yeah. they're taking charge with at least the woman-led ones because they also have Joss with Batgirl. And you, I think that's going to be strong. That's going to be a strong movie.
1: Uh yeah, I mean I think that Joss Whedon is just uh, a pretty great uh, writer. So, yeah. uh, him getting to write his own background, I think, will be pretty interesting. You anyway, know, anyway, he's got a great track record with just um, female led stuff.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. So I and like that just as soon as they announced that, I was like, this is like a match made in heaven. This makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and this was back when a time where they're like, you could be worried about, uh, Wonder Woman. Like, like it was. When they first uh, start, started talking about Joss and Batgirl, I was like on the fence for Wonder Woman because all these trailers looked really good, but it's still from the DCEU. Yeah. Uh, I but, know. So, uh, but bottom line, yeah, I think this That's is. That's why I
1: think you got to give credit to Patty Jenkins yes. because it, it does seem so like the one thing that DC has talked about, and I've always been like, yeah, we'll see about that. Seemed like it was bearing out not to be true, was like. Well, the way we're going to be different is not put somebody in charge of the whole universe and let directors have their own vision and make their own movies. It does seem like that's what happened with this one, yeah, and I think it was very much to its benefit
0: yeah and, and it 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 was i mean it was such the i mean the the action in that movie was just—it was some of the best action I've seen out of any movie. Uh, I'll,
1: I'll tell you this: I think that it suffers a little bit from something that just like a ton of action movies suffer from right now, which is like a lot of the action happens in like weird medium shots and close-ups, so mm-hmm. it's a little bit hard to see what's happening. Uh, a lot of shaky cam, a lot of cutting and stuff. But I thought for sure I was done with like speed ramping and slow mo in action scenes. And I loved every fucking second they showed women just doing crazy acrobatic stuff and like slowing it down, speeding it up. I I, like, there was some really inventive, cool stuff.
0: Yes. It was again, I, I think at the end of the day, it's just like, we have a really great movie and to top it off, it is, uh, led by a, a strong female character and actor, um, yep. and I, uh, it's just, yeah, I really liked her in the yeah. movie a lot. Yes. It, it, I'm just, it, it's just, you know, I, the, I, this episode that we're doing now, I, I'm splitting between you and, and this person, um, Casey Spivey, who I talked to, she's an actress, uh, and, uh, show host and producer for Screen Rant out in L.A., and we had oh, okay. a really interesting discussion about female led Hollywood projects because, and you came up a conversation about, oh, yeah? cause you're my, you're my, you're my male friend. That's like a real big proponent of it. And oh, we yeah. had like an awesome conversation about, about women in, in Hollywood. And I, so I wanted to talk to her about this too. Uh, and I'm really excited to sit down and chat with her to see, see what her take is because it is like we were discussing like, like, she asked, I'm gonna
1: have to listen to this episode of Mom.
0: She well, she asked me last time, like, can you go and watch like a female-driven movie and like appreciate it and like feel something for it? I'm like, absolutely. Like, I went to, like Ghostbusters is an example. I went to that movie. That movie had problems, but it wasn't because of of the actresses involved. Uh, yeah,
1: it didn't have anything to do with the the fact that they were women. That there are you know story problems and, and some weird yeah. things about
0: that movie yeah I, and like th- there were funny parts that i laughed at like I, you know that yeah. it was it was, it was they yeah, were good. Movie's very funny yeah. yeah yeah so like it is it's it's you know it's a shame that like i read something somewhere that um someone saw the wonder woman they really loved it really dug that the the you know how we dig it and saw someone walking out with their bit with it was a man walking out with his daughters and they were discussing how awesome the movie was, and as the other guy walked away with his daughters, he's like, yeah, you know, for a female lead. And, like, (laughs) it's like, why, like, that's not, like, this is a good movie. Good movie. And it's just awesome that it has a female lead because it's giving them their dues, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, like, like, both of those moments that made me tear up, certainly some of it was just, like, how, um... I don't know, just, like, how much I do sort of, like, think about this stuff. And so, like, seeing a woman get to do some of those things was, like, very incredible to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of it was just because it is just that good. It's just, yeah. like, really effective movie making, really effective storytelling. The heroism of that moment is really what makes me tear up. You know what I mean? Yes. It, 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 and I think that's really important, too, that it's just, like, no, like, I, you know, just like, yeah, I, I can get on board and get invested with this. Um, regardless of whether it's regardless of the gender of yeah. the, the lead, you know,
0: absolutely. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that the, I don't think this movie is made by the fact that it's a female, uh, right. but it absolutely, it just, it, it, it just is nice to see that that's what we got because it, it's, uh, I, I guess a special moment in time and, and in, in this, you know, where, where there yeah. it's not gender equality right now. So it's, it's just nice to see it happening.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, um, It's just, um, you know, like, it made over $100 million for the weekend domestically. That's, like, um, that's a a box office record for a female director. Um, One of the big, I I think, overall, like, huge issues, um, like, with not having, like, good female representation on screen, is we don't let a lot of women tell stories.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's a good thing that like this had the opening and had, because I think that that's the only way the studios go, oh, maybe we should let women tell stories, which is unfortunate. But, um, you know, that this is just this, no matter how you slice it, it's good that this made that much money and did so well.
0: I yeah I agree. Sorry, I'm I'm adjusting a cable to get rid of a buzz. That's <laughs> uh, okay. I, I was I
1: was hearing that. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. No, it's um. Yeah, I I don't think there's much more we can say about it. It's 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 just a yeah. strong movie. Uh, and, yeah. And and I'm so I mean, I happy think that it exists. And people are going
1: to love it. Yes. If you haven't uh, seen
0: it, get out there and see it.
1: I, I can't think of anybody I wouldn't recommend this to. Uh, yeah, I
0: agree. A hundred percent. Maybe, maybe not our current leadership of the country. But that's another story.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: Yep. <laughs> on that note, uh, Garrett, I'd thanks. rather
1: talk about Fast and the Furious than that.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? We're going to have you back in the studio so that, that we have, we're we face-to-face. Uh, we can chat yes. movies all day long. Love to be back. Yes. Yeah. All right. And I, thanks for having me on the live show. Yes. Yes, totally. Anytime you know that open-door policy when it comes to Garrett Smith and everything is yeah, awesome. Yeah,
1: uh, listen, I'm 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 now going to start just because I just want to freak Mike out. This idea that I'm I'm gunning for his position, <laughs> and this has all been part of it.
0: I, I would like to see how that plays out. Um, yeah. All right, well, uh, Garrett, thanks for uh, thanks for calling in, and uh, thanks for sharing your thoughts on Wonder Woman.
1: Yeah, dude, thanks for having me on the show. Love it. Yep. Oh, uh, hey, uh, can I do this really quick? Yeah. People can check out my podcast. I like to movie movie at the I like to movie. That's a numeric two on Facebook and Twitter and all those places. Check us out on iTunes. Uh, it's a movie show.
0: Hey. Yes, and you can uh, at Philadelphia is where you can personally find Garrett on Twitter.
1: Yes. Uh, at filmadelphia. Cool. Uh, uh, Emma Film right. Emmaletterbox.com/filmadelphia. Great. Cool. Plug myself. Now yeah. I'm an idiot myself. Bye.
0: <laughs> all right. Big thanks to Garrett for being on the show. Normally he likes to do things in person. He likes to coming over to the house getting caught up with the fiance and the kids and whatnot and just hanging out in the old shedio that we're that we're in the process of rebuilding so he will be back in studio uh at some point over the summer so we can sit down and chat about uh whatever we want honestly but uh before we get to our next conversation with Casey who is just a wonderful person I just want to talk about the fifth annual Philadelphia podcast fest that's right uh, starting uh, in June, June 14th, we're kicking off a series of specials where I sit down and talk to all, not all, as many of the Philadelphia podcasters as I can uh, just to get their story to see what they're going to do or what they have planned, uh, what they think about live shows, what they think about the Philadelphia podcasting scene. And it all kicks off uh, June 14th when we air our Amalgam Comics and Coffee House live show. We had Ophidian the Cobra on who has his podcast, Bump and Grind, as part of the Philadelphia Podcast Fest. Spoilers, we didn't really talk about the Podcast Fest, but it was a nice, easy way for me to kick things off. But we're going to be kicking things off until July 19th is the last Philadelphia podcast special that we put out there. Uh, in between that month, we'll be talking to a lot of podcasters. I'm really excited for it. We're going to be airing two to three specials a week for this series of podcast promotion in philadelphia and speaking of the philadelphia podcast fest my show everything is awesome will be airing live at tattooed moms on sunday july 16th at 2 p.m eastern standard time so make it out to philadelphia come check out everything is awesome live doom thugs full belly laughs all the great shows, Dissecting the 80s, um, High Res Pod, uh, skyromatics, all these great podcasts will be at the Philadelphia Podcast Festival uh, this year, the fifth annual one. It's bigger, it's badder. Over 55 shows are partaking this year, and I am happy to say that I'm going to be helping run things at Tattooed Moms on uh, July 15th and 16th. So. It's going to be an unofficial Super Friends, Everything is Awesome meetup as well. So come on down to Philadelphia or come up to Philadelphia if you haven't been. Come, come check out some cool podcasts. If you want to come down the weekend of July 15th and 16th, we'll just hang out as a couple Super Friends watching some podcast. It's going to be a fun time. All right, enough of the self-promotion. Let's get on with the show. Here it is, my conversation with Casey Spivey about the film Wonder Woman. Because the way we last, not I guess it's not the way we left our conversation, but a good portion of the last like 20 minutes of our uh, conversation we had last time was about uh, women in, in Hollywood and whatnot. Yeah. So I figured uh, with Wonder Woman coming out, uh, you were one of two people I wanted to sit down and just have a conversation about the movie with.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: so so I mean obviously you saw it, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what what what's your thoughts
2: on it? Oh my gosh, it uh, I it, it's silly, you know, I, I probably shouldn't be like I'm a silly woman for crying, but uh,
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah, it kind of like undersells under, the whole point of this yeah,
2: conversation. It definitely <laughs> like undermines my point. But <laughs> I really, I really, it was a very emotional experience for me in that I didn't realize what I'd never seen on screen before until I saw mm. it on screen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's well, so my, my, my friend and I don't know where the conversation is falling in, in the course of this episode. Um, I have a feeling it's going to lead it off, which is weird because it's two dudes talking about a woman, movie, uh, a movie starring a, a woman. But, uh, I think that's the, the ironic, uh, kind of humor that I want to go for anyway, but he's, he, had, he had the same feeling. Like he, he, um, he was telling me yesterday, uh, that he, 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 he cried. He wept at like two, like, like big points in the movie. um, mm-hmm and I, I the movie didn't bring me to tears uh not that like which is actually kind of a shock because it's i have cried during the muppet movie so <laughs> uh, i'm not i'm an easy person to get crying but um i i the the movie did 100 percent like you know you, we were just we were talking about can i like get a connection or feel a connection to a, a movie or to a woman in you know that's in in the lead or whatever and absolutely like this this a i mean i think we can all agree is the best dc movie at, at the very least
2: oh thank goodness <laughs> it's,
0: and like yeah i mean this movie had so much pressure behind it being oh, like really the first good. the first superhero that's a female uh yeah. and then also it's in the dc universe so like right. Could have gone either way, really. Uh... Really,
2: I was like, I was like, oh, come on, Patty, bring it through, bring it through, because like, the just the team over there at DC. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what's going on, but they, you know they were going great, and this past year was just weird. I don't know what happened, and so I was like, come on, come on, come on, please, you know, bring it through for. For just the reputation itself. Yes.
0: Well, and it's—I mean, not only did it—I think—at least buy DC some time to like kind of still figure out what they they need to do. Because um, mm-hmm. the great thing about this about Wonder Woman is that it it also stands out on its own. So, like, the whole extended universe over at DC could collapse with Justice League. Yeah. And they kind of abandon it or, or rebuild it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this movie will always stand out. It's not like the links that link it to the the other movies that are in the very beginning and the very end of this movie. right um, They're so like minimal that that anyone that watches this in 20 years yep. uh, that may have forgotten about the rest of the DCEU, yeah they' it's not gonna matter to them. You know they're gonna. They're not gonna be confused by it. The movie is still just rock solid, yeah. um, and and it's like a nice um, change of pace to just see. You know, I guess not my gender represented. Like it was, it was your gender that was represented on the screen in like such a badass way. You know.
2: Right. Right. And it was a, it was such a well told story, mm-hmm. and I think we've been desperate for that. Especially within the comic book movies for a while, you know, Marvel does a really good job at ba- about making a really fun experience for an audience. You know, with Guardians and you know even with you know Iron Man and, and Avengers, it's it's fun to go see those films. It's a comic book movie. It's gonna be funny. It's gonna be great. Whatever you're not gonna be, but you're probably not gonna go in and walk out differently. Um, with with uh, like Christopher Nolan's you know Batman movies you know, dark night. And I feel like I watched those movies and he, the way that he told the story and the, and the, the, the challenges that the characters faced were moral challenges that I, as an audience member had to think about, you know, when he's, uh, which boat do you want to blow up? You know, that kind of question when you're like, wow, what would I do in that situation? And I feel like this movie, regardless of whether it was a female movie or not or whatever, it finally kind of got back to that place of, like, there were times when, when at the end, are we allowed to, to spoil things?
0: Yes, absolutely.
2: Okay, cool. So, so oh, I was equating that, that boat moment to yes. that moment uh, when she, at the very end of the film, where she thinks she's killed... Um, uh Aries. Yes. And not- nothing happened. And she has to decide whether it's worth it for her to keep fighting for mm-hmm. mankind. That was a question back to like that boat moment of like, would I? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. You know?
0: Well and it's interesting because you sit you know, this is one of those movies that make you walk out like feeling different. And mm-hmm. um and I think what's cool about this movie is you know uh because it's 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 got a female lead you know i felt that way too and that's kind of just a cool thing is that i connected with wonder woman in a way mm-hmm. that you know it's probably way different than than you or or any other female really but like i still connected on on some level and like i do, like i i do feel those like that story that decision she has to make like it does You know, I put myself in that situation because that's a situation that anyone anybody can be put in, not just you know Wonder Woman. And I think that's the wonderful thing about this movie is that, I mean, it kind of it kind of sucks that we're in this uh, era where we still have to say, like, well, this is such an awesome movie uh, with a female lead. And it proves that, like, female lead movies work and blah, 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 because, like, honestly, it is at the end of the day, just a really great movie, whether or not it was wonder woman or wonder man. Like, I don't think that movie would have changed if it was a, a, a male leading role or a female leading role.
2: Mm-mm. Yeah. And in and, some ways it was strong. It was, uh, I don't want to say it stronger, but in some ways it did have a lot of, um, opportunity for, um, compassion and, yeah. uh, um, subtlety and things that perhaps a typical male superhero might glaze over um, in a movie about him, they were Mm -hmm. able uh, to kind of dig in to the more um, emotional moments um, that I think both genders can relate to.
0: Yeah. And, and what I think was a really great move was not having uh, Steve Trevor be like kind of a bubbling idiot. Like he right. is just as heroic mm-hmm. as Wonder Woman in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, spoilers. You know, like he he goes out in a blaze of glory. You know, yeah. saving saving millions of people from this deadly gas while Wonder Woman you know, saves millions of people by defeating Ares. Right. Uh, so like is I, I think that is something that. Um, like, I feel like if I had written something like this, which I couldn't at all, but if, if it was me, like, I feel like I would have been like way trying to overcompensate the fact that like my gender has been terrible to your gender. And I would have made, I wouldn't have made Steve Trevor so heroic. I would have made him have some of those like, um, like i guess reverse role you know gender right. on him and make him a little bit more bumbling right uh and, and it's i'm so happy that the movie didn't go that route because it's it makes it that much stronger of a movie to kind of almost like I, I don't probably not reset the dc universe on but like almost reset the dc universe on because you need something strong yeah. uh, at that foundation and, and right now it doesn't have many strong films if any besides wonder woman at this at this right. point right no, I I'm,
2: I'm so glad. And I hear people talking like you know, forget Justice League. I just want Wonder Woman 2, 3 4 5 6.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, no, and I I agree. And you know what? So, I had and if you um when people listen to this episode, you've already heard Garrett and I talk about it. So, uh it's it maybe re- re- uh, retreading, but he had a, such an amazing idea where uh one like the way that they should handle you know, the DC universe and wonder woman at this point is like, have her in the modern times. And I know they're not doing that. I've already read that the, the sequel sounds like it's going to be set in modern time. Yeah. But I think this is the way smarter move is have her be in modern times and all these other movies, like have her jump in and out of, you know, Batman mm-hmm. and, and all these justice league type movies. And then when it gets back to wonder woman, do more like period time pieces Yeah. Uh, and whatnot. and, I see, and that like that gets me because I love the like this felt, and and I, I said it with Garrett. I hate comparing it to Captain America because it's such the easy compare. Right. But I mean, it, it's like Captain America: First Avenger. The reason I love that movie so much was was partially because it was set uh, in a in a period piece. It was set in World yeah. War II, and that's uh, you know one of the reasons why I love this movie. Probably less so than why I love Captain America, but. Mm-hmm. Um I love the idea of like hopping just throughout time cuz there's with Captain America you really have one era besides contemporary times to talk about because he's frozen in ice for so long. Right. With Wonder Woman there's so much untapped material between yeah. World War 1 now and you know when we last leave her uh at the end of the credits here in the first movie.
2: Right. Uh, and it's it's funny because I mean I don't feel like it was it was a super like historical movie, I wasn't really focused on, like mm. like abiding by the historical facts of things. Oh yeah, yeah, um, no, neither
0: was
2: I. So it was nice to kind of have a little bit of a suspension of disbelief, um, with it too, with also having that that um, that genre feel, and yeah. it kind of reminds when I think Wonder Woman, I think we think we associate that like classic Wonder Woman. So we already get a retro vibe with her. Mm -hmm, So it mm -hmm. kind of meets modern with retro in a way. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I really just kind of like every, every artist's first album that hits, it's like, okay, that's great. Second album, it's going to solidify you or, you know, you're going to go down the drain, but I'm, I'm really hoping that Patty I really think she'll make a wise decision because mm-hmm. did you see that she was, um, she was up for the second Thor movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she was up to direct one of the, the Thor movies. Um, and she saw that it was going poorly and she said, I need to step out of this movie because if this movie does bad, it won't be just another movie that did bad. It'll be, mm. Oh, the female director yeah. made it tank. So yeah. she stepped away. So, I think she's got a really good compass for uh, what makes a good film, and and hopefully, hopefully she'll she'll stick to her guns.
0: And for what I heard, what's nice about the DC side of things is, I you know I, I either read or someone told me that. Uh, the way it's, it's set up slightly differently than the way Marvel does things. Marvel kind of has a big think tank and, and one guy, you know, running that ship to make sure that they're telling the story. they want to tell overall, whereas, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in DC, they're kind of letting the directors tell the stories they want to tell. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that necessarily shows in previous movies. Um, a, because I haven't seen suicide squad. Uh, I've tried uh, desperately yeah, have tried, <laughs> but, uh, it's just, it, it's, uh, the movie that puts me to sleep. Uh, yeah. and, and the other ones are, Zack, are, are Zack Snyder like the, yeah. So it is a singular vision. So, um, this is the first movie we've seen that's, that's watchable and not from Zack Snyder.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, so it's, it's, it, and it is completely different. And, uh, I, you know, it's, I think like my one, my friend, the one complaint he kind of had is that they, it was, it felt a little desaturated, like the Snyderverse uh, mm-hmm. movies and, and it, what's was, for me, it's kind of up in the air. Did they pull that because they want to make it feel like those movies or did they do that because the, the setting called for it? Like that to me is like a, for me, it felt like world war one called to have, that kind of desaturation
2: desaturation um, in what way of in, like the-, the color like you know how they
0: like grace oh
2: like- <laughs> the color oh yeah. I know.
0: Yeah, it's it's just what Snyder does to these these movies that yeah. we all, well, at least I complain about. Oh, like but,
2: I can't see the film. Yeah, what's going on <laughs> in that dark room? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. That bothers me too. But it's weird because um, I, I don't even. Maybe it's a branding thing, and that Marvel is so colorful. I mean, we have like yeah. Ragnarok coming out. That's just like a right. It's just like so much color, and Guardians, so much color, and then DC is definitely like a very like a darker more grittier i wonder if that was with you know the dark knight and stuff they were just like oh that tone is like moody and cool so like let's keep that going well
0: but but wonder woman is so not that like on like watching the film it's 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 got that you know the the color scheme of that it's got Mm. that you know gritty desaturation in the color um But the movie itself is kind of just like a wonderful movie and it's not like dark and gloom as far as, you know, what's going on. And it's not, it's not like, I don't know, it's, it it made me smile more than any other movie and not just because it was better, just because it like, it seemed like it was, it wanted me to smile.
2: Well, I can see Patty Jenkins going, okay, when they're on the island in uh, Utopia, it's colorful because if you think back to the very beginning of the movie if you look in the trailers the blues are super saturated greens all of their skin tone is just glowing and they're you know the the ocean is this beautiful crystal blue and directly outside of that it's gray because of the war and i understand that if it's like you know evil and good or (laughs) war and not war but it was it, it was frustrating to me that like okay I get that we're entering into a sick world, um, but it does it really have to be so gray? <laughs> yeah, and, and <laughs> it,
0: that, that was like especially in that like transition scene when when Steve yeah. crashes and and you see the Germans like <laughs> stick his head through the, the force field or whatever <laughs> like that it, it I mean it, it you know what. The DC universe has done a lot worse to me, so it's I'm okay with. it. I can live with it. And, and I, like, honestly, like I mean, the it's just the the movie was just so well done. I like the way that Wonder Woman was treated, yeah. Like was as a you know a character that was was just a strong character, uh. Both you know obviously physically, but like on paper too. Yeah, uh, and playing the the fish out of water when she when she's in you know uh you know man's land and man's world it's like again it's it's uh you know a a weaker uh a weaker writer or director or you know maybe five ten years ago Mm -hmm. uh you know it would have been depicted a lot differently with her being a lot more
2: Yeah, idiotic.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, and still trying to make her like the star of the movie, but make her idiotic in this, this world. She doesn't understand. So uh, I think it
2: was so important to have that scene on the boat right before they got to that. Because if you think about it, if that scene where she wasn't like, he was, uh, you know oh do you know about the flesh oh yeah i've read all the books and the conclusion is that you're not necessary she, you know she's okay she's smart she's read she knows about what's going on or she knows she yeah. knows about humanity she just doesn't know this particular world so now she's walking through it less of like oh, i don't know anything than and more just like <laughs> more just like a foreigner in a different country like if i yeah. were to go to china i'd be like i yeah. have no idea what's happening here yeah. <laughs> i can't if, understand anyone <laughs> yeah
0: and I, or that like same vibe of like just you know you know if you we were to go back or i guess go into the future 100 years or whatever because mm-hmm. i'm sure she read nothing about automobiles like right you know, she read about just, like, kind of concepts and whatnot of man. Uh, so getting into what, like, for, I guess, lack of a better term, a, a more modern world. Right. Uh, You know, it was... That, and that was... It all just... It all played so well. And um, I it's just... I don't know. It's just uh, the... It, as soon as the I saw the movie, and, and uh, more specifically, as soon as I saw that it was, like, getting good early reviews, because I was... You know, I saw the trailers for it, and you know, just like everyone else, I was like, "Oh, this looks like like DC is doing something right." But you know what? They've tricked me a few times now. Oh yeah. (laughs) So like, I don't know (laughs) if I can trust it, and like I now like you know with movies being fifteen bucks a ticket out, you know, at least here in Philly, like I don't go and see all the movies anymore that I used to see. Right. And so to get me to the theater and to see it by myself because i i, I hate seeing movies by myself i'm like yeah. that guy that needs to be with somebody <laughs> so i went and saw this movie by myself yes uh at <laughs> 10 10 at night uh, yes. very sleepy kev went to go see this movie it, i i didn't fall asleep like suicide squad put me yeah. to sleep uh, I enjoyed it. Unlike I finally saw Batman versus Superman. Right. Uh, and I, not, and I'll, I'll say this, all this talk about wonder woman and whatnot uh, being so great uh, and me loving this movie. I will say that I did walk out of it with a little bit of the feeling of, wow, I did build this up a little too much in my mind because mm. I, I don't want I did not walk out disappointed, but yeah. I walked out saying like, I think I expected a little more and that's like, that's on me. That's my fault. Yeah. Uh, whereas like I, I just watched Batman versus Superman, maybe about two weeks ago. Right. And ironically going into that movie saying this is going to be the worst movie in the history of movies. Like yeah. I walked away saying, I mean, I would probably watch this again. if it, like I happened to pass it on hbo or something like i I, like it's not as bad as i had built it up in my head right um which is it's so um it's weird how i guess uh, we can do that to ourselves we can make a movie better or worse by just thinking about it too much really
2: yeah Um, i was in there kind of cringing um i I am kind of a terrible person to go see movies or shows with. I mean, notoriously, because I don't have a poker face. And it's like one of my biggest strengths, but also my biggest weakness. I would be a great judge on like Dancing with the Stars or something, because I'm just like, uh, what's happening? Um, so a lot of times when I'm in a theater and I don't like the movie, it's just like, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to fall asleep. I'm, I'm squirming. I get up, I go to the bathroom for 15 minutes, I come back. Like, But this movie, I was on the edge my elbows were on my knees I was into this movie leaning forward the whole time and I was just really engaged in it and like those little moments where like the person like bloop oh there's a new universe here like that was silly of course but like Mm. they didn't they didn't ruin the entire experience for me no
0: no, it's uh, – and I would say the, not only – and I guess this is more Marvel, Marvel's fault, but the movie was so good in, in a DC movie that I sat through the credits to see if there was something after it. <laughs> and, and, and I'm like – I'm looking at my watch as the credits go through and I'm like, oh. you know, if this was any other DC movie, I'd probably be out of here by now. But Oh, Yeah. Uh, and and I guess, really, I can't blame DC on, for that, because Marvel has me trained to do that, yes, because... Yes. <laughs> the only thing Wonder Woman did was be so good that I, I couldn't leave without seeing something more.
2: Well, uh, and uh, the ending credits um, were really cool. They were this really i don't even know it was some kind of animation but oh yeah 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 it was really awesome i was yeah. like well i just really want to just watch this for a second because yeah. it's cool but i did the same thing i was like am i supposed to stay am i supposed to go <laughs> and, oh, i don't know <laughs>
0: and, and at 10, 10 at night on a sunday night there weren't many people in the theater there's oh, really? there probably about 20 20 people mm. and you know Typically, half the at least half the people walk out, no matter how many people yeah. are in there, because they you know they, they don't care yeah. or they're not trained by Marvel. <laughs> uh, so like I'd say, and everyone left. It was like three people in there, and I'm like, okay, what if one of these people leaves? I know, like I see them on their phone; they're looking it up. So like <laughs> I can leave if they leave. And like one of them got up and left. I was like, all right, all right. But he waited it down at the like the hallway at the bottom. I'm like, oh, to see. Why? Yeah, so like we all got got, we everyone got got by this movie uh, for not having, but that's okay because you know I I tried to read as much as the credits as I could because it's definitely a movie that was like worth, like everyone that worked on that film was it was yeah. well worth knowing who they were or at least you know in that Getting moment knowing who yeah because yeah. it is just taking it out of the DC world, taking it out of the Marvel world, out of the comic book world, it was just a good movie. You know, yeah. it's comic book movies have this issue now where they're kind of formulated yes. and I, I'd say the only thing that this movie suffers from is that last 30 minutes seems like it was the studio saying all right you did what you wanted to do but here's what here's the standard comic book movie fight that you need to have
2: everyone and- all the guys were saying that that yeah it was too much fighting well
0: and and I I would say just like that I don't know it's just like the 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 ending fight the last fight was seemed just it was just like the same thing that happens in every comic book movie mm. um and it's like very CGI and not yeah. that it was like bad CGI it's just like it's it's I get this for the first you know I guess 2 hours of this film or so uh it was just its its own unique thing and yeah. and like the I mean really before that battle there was only two other battles in the movie that that and yeah. i mean the, the no man's land battle was mm-hmm. that was like and that was the scene that my my buddy teared up there like just the that that yeah. scene of her shedding the cloak and yes. and climbing was, yes.
2: up oh yeah like is, that shield and just going at it oh yeah. man
0: and inspiring the team of men behind her to like, okay, we can do this. If one if one person can go up there and and risk their lives for this, then we can go up there and help her and whatnot.
2: Yeah. Oh so yeah, that was a good one.
0: It is, and that is probably for me like that is the best scene of the film, and and it's or at least the best action scene in that film. Right. It, it's because I'll tell the 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 fight that happens on the beach, amazing, really really good. But it was. The CGI did kind of like play with me a little. And I don't know if I was just paying attention to it too much because there's like obviously like Robin Wright's not flipping around like that in real, like for real, like that's clearly CGI. And it just, I don't know, there was something about it that like, like, I don't know, maybe I was, it was too late to see the movie, Uh, but it was, I mean, regardless it's still good. I mean, top to yeah. bottom, that movie, at the end of the day, is probably one of the best comic book movies we've seen. Right. Uh, best since start the Dark Knight, probably. Like yeah. especially in DC, because I think her, the Dark Knight kind of right. ranks up there as the best comic book movie. Yeah. Um. And and the, Wonder Woman's up there now.
2: Yeah. In regards to the fighting, um, the there was this scene at the very very beginning. You know, when her mom says okay, you're going to train her harder. You're going to, yeah. to, to, uh, make her better than even you. Right. Yeah. Um, and then when she's training the little girl, she keeps saying, you don't believe in yourself. You have so much more power than you can even imagine. That's the first time I teared up because that is something that resonates with me as a human. Mm-hmm. And Uh, as a, as a woman too, is, you know, I mean, we just had the women's march and no one expected those numbers. And it's kind of, you know, hearing, hearing that on screen in this monumental um, uh, comic book movie experience and hearing you, you're underestimating yourselves, you're, you're more powerful than you, you even know, I thought really spoke volumes and echoed into just in to more than just what was happening in the movie and i yeah. i really appreciated that and then i cried when when robin died i was like <laughs> yeah. no claire no <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was uh yeah it, and it's and it's weird cuz comic book movies usually do have that one scene that get me and and i maybe i don't know if it was just because like i was just so amped to i guess finally go see a movie and also know that i'm probably seeing a quality movie yeah. I, I, there was nothing at the first viewing that that got me that way i can and I, I looking back at it like and kind of talking about the no man land scene yeah um that like it, i could actually foresee that being a scene that gets me uh, mm-hmm. in the future on future viewing when i kind of just have like no expectations this time around or that time mm-hmm. around yeah. Uh, because it is like I don't know, just the the way my buddy described it, and like re- being able to replay that in my head, it is like wow, that is such a powerful message right there. And I wish yeah. my daughter was older because I would have loved to like fi- like it, take her to a movie that's like yeah. that, that's so empowering, empowering for a little girl. Yeah. Um, and and I'm glad that it's there, and I'm glad that like I think the best thing about this is that that you know Marvel who is Kind of like they're usually the ones that do these things first, and right. and they weren't there. They weren't the first ones to do a solo right. uh, female superhero movie first. Right. Uh, all that means is that they're going to up their ante for sure. Captain Marvel. Captain
2: Marvel. Yes. I I hope they go. I wonder what their flavor will be because they are more on the light-hearted side. Yeah. But Brie is so talented that mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know if it'll be as meaningful uh, and heartbreaking but it could be because guardians i there were some moments in guardians where yeah. i was like oh right yeah. in the heart you know yeah
0: I, I i think guardians out of all the marvel movies both guardians movies i think have probably the most feels yeah um than than any even like the early marvel stuff with I- iron man like yeah. I, I can't really and, and obviously it's been a while for since i've seen iron man but um it's i can't think of one marvel movie that has been like that's done something that would try to even try to even make you feel something and right. and not that that was guardians goal it's clearly a, a way more you know fun adventure than than the dc movies but i think they did a good job at at trying to get you like i mean the opening scene to the first guardians movie uh yeah. with little peter quill i mean that got me that got yeah. me crying um, and yeah,
2: it's funny because it's like you know we're talking about men versus women. Like you know the the scene with the little girl got me, and the scene with the the little kid, little boy got yeah. you. So I wonder if that's if it is true that kind of like you know you empathize with someone who mm. who you identify with. Yeah,
0: I, and I'm sure that's that's it. I'm sure like you know as again as much as I want to um, be moved and, and, and I am moves by, you know, I think last time we talked, it was like Ghostbusters was, like, yeah. regardless of it being, you know, not a great script, like, I was able to, like, like attach myself to those characters and had, still have a good time, and, right. and like, Bridesmaid, I guess, is probably the better example yeah, yeah. Uh, at, a, at a comedy, but uh, I was able to, like, attach myself to those characters. Uh, I'll never be able to attach to them or, or feel for them or empath- empathize with them the way you can, and, and same vice versa, even though, you know, yeah. for last forever it's been you know a male dominated uh right. industry and maybe you can maybe you can you know get more attached uh to a male character more so than i can a you female know, character but
2: I, that's what i was feeling when i was watching the movie i was like i didn't know that i could empathize this much with a character yeah i, I didn't uh, yeah. know and i feel like every movie i've watched um, prior to this with a male-dominated character I kind of walked out like you did like great movie cool didn't yeah. really get me but mm-hmm. like awesome whatever you know well,
0: and and yeah Wonder Woman I like I said uh, it's it's um, it didn't move me to tears yet mm-hmm. uh, sometimes a movie needs a second viewing for that or sometimes mm-hmm. you just need to have Kermit the Frog give a pretty good speech yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> depending on I guess my mood but uh, yeah, I, 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 Wonder Woman is one that like you know uh, again I, I guess I can't fully attach myself to that character because I am I, not the same sex but it is one like it is something that again it's for me like it's just a great movie so I kind of can attach myself to that character yeah. to a certain degree but it yeah. means something much more to you or to my daughter or to any female than it does to me yes because I've seen that same cool action rep- and, and I've seen myself just, you know, as a Greek god, <laughs> you know, not yeah. the floppy version of me. Uh, yeah, I've seen yeah. myself represented on TV or, or movies so much um, yeah. that, you know, it's, it, it's almost kind of the same experience for me because, like, I don't care if it's a male or female, but that's right. me. Like, obviously, there's people out there that, you know, want to set the world on fire because there's a good female action movie out there but <laughs> that's on them
2: yeah all right yeah
0: so where do you want now I mean we know that they're taking uh Wonder Woman to uh modern times so I yeah. guess knowing that like what do you want to see out of the next movie you know aside from it being obviously like make it good
2: uh, well yeah I mean I I just really hope they they don't like justice league it where they're like, everything is like, has to be a ploy to attach to the rest of the universe. And like suddenly Batman shows up and whatever, like, just give it a rest. Just give her her own space. (laughs) And
0: and I want them to do that with, honestly, I think that's what the DC movies need is they all need their own space. Yeah. It's, um, it works for Marvel. Marvel's able to kind of have everything interwoven, uh, that way. and, Um, they're making it work and, and uh, you know what, it's, I almost to the point where maybe it's starting to work against them because it's like, I, I haven't, I haven't seen Dr. Strange or Ant-Man. Like I pick and choose what movies I see for Marvel now, uh, because there's just a three of them a year or whatever. Uh, and and B it's just like, well, sometimes like, I feel like I need to have seen something else to be able to really get this movie.
2: Um,
0: and with Wonder Woman, you didn't.
2: No, exactly. Yeah, I I could have never watched a DC movie and enjoyed myself exactly the same way. Yeah, with um, a- Avengers Infinity War, like literally every character, I wake up and there's another character that's spotted on the set from the yeah. universe. And you're like... Really? Like, the uh, uh, what is the female Thor? Um, what's her name? I forgot. I, uh, Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah. Like, even Valkyrie's in this freaking movie. Like, w- what? What? So I'm wondering if, I w- would like to see if that movie does well or if there's too many characters that it takes.
0: It's... I mean, and that's something that it is kind of scary. Like, you know, I, I guess Marvel keeps getting to a point where it's like, wow, like, is this going to work? And like, it was first it was Iron Man. Then it was like, I guess for me, then it was Thor because like, how is Thor going to work? But it did. Right. But then it was the Avengers. How are you going to get them all on one screen? And then it was like Guardians right. of the Galaxy. How are you going to get a, a tree and a raccoon to work? Right. Uh, and, and now it's like to the point of like how... Like it's, it's, it feels like it could suffer from like what Spider-Man three suffered from just like too much going on, but I I don't know. It's, it's so far they haven't disappointed in in a way that, that really makes you be like, Ooh, Batman versus Superman. Right. Uh, Marvel hasn't done that yet, but I mean, they could, this could be their first and it would be an expensive mistake for them.
2: Yeah yeah so I guess in summary, I just hope that they leave Patty alone with Wonder yeah. Woman too, and That's, just let yeah. her do her work and not not surprise come in at the last second and go, Well, we cut the trailer to be you know fun and funny, so we gotta reshoot you know.
0: Yeah, I it's, it's, and I'm, you know, and my buddy said this too, like with, with Justice League, there's no way that they're not kicking themselves right now and yeah. saying we should have waited for Wonder Woman to, to even start filming or writing yeah. Justice League because I, at this point, I think the way better movie uh, for Justice League is not Batman running around collecting yeah. all these heroes to fil- form a team, but Wonder Woman doing that. Yeah. And and how awesome would that be? You yeah. know, is having again like just another step in the right direction of like equality is, yeah. is having a woman lead the Justice League, and not that I guess like technically she is one of the leaders of the Justice League, but like right. let her do it, like yeah. like again, like I love Batman. Like, you know, my issue with Superman is he's allergic to a rock. I said it before with you, like, you know, and that's why I'm so happy for wonder woman because it's something so new, so different yeah. and, and not that same old story, but it kind of the same, I can say the same thing about Batman. Like, batman i've seen done to death and as much as i love batman and i love ben affleck as batman like i would love to see them just like do more with wonder woman like make wonder woman i guess for dc make her the batman of this universe and yeah. he, she be the one that goes around and does all this crap um right
2: that would be so awesome, and I think it would be really believable scenes because women do that all the time. Hey, okay, I'm getting, I'm getting everyone together. I know. it's gonna be a fun thing.
0: <laughs> See, now you're just stereotyping.
2: it. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I, I guess we can just leave it at like at the end of the day. It's just I'm I'm happy that you know that this movie exists, and I'm happy that. Uh, it, it was done so well, and and not because I mean obviously it needed to be done well to have a valid argument for you know Patty Jenkins and for uh, you know a wonder a, a woman led movie. But um, I'm just happy that it did well because that movie stands its own, on its own feet whether it's a male or female at its at its lead um, because it's it's just good. It's a good action movie. It's a good comic book movie. It's Probably, like I said, it's it's probably in my top five, if not top three, of comic book movies. Yeah, same. Uh, it's just it's so good and so it's it's comic book movies. Like I said earlier, suffers from uh, like a formula now, and I think Wonder Woman broke that formula.
2: Yes, agreed.
0: At least where they were allowed to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, before I let you go, Casey, uh, go ahead and give some plugs away. Uh, cool. I know I saw you doing some interesting things uh, on the Twitter sphere, so talk about it. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can follow me on Twitter at hey case h e y underscore case k a c e. Um, I post, I, I, I do news for Screen Rant, so I write articles and do, um, uh, movie, uh, video reviews, um, I do, uh, I also do, um, sketch comedy, so, I put links out to the latest sketch things I've done. Um, you can follow me on Twitter for that or Facebook. I have a Facebook page. Um, I've also got a Game of Thrones musical coming up at Comic-Con. So if you're, oh, yeah. Going, yeah, if you're going to Comic-Con, um, go to gotthemusical.com. Um, there's tickets there. I'm playing Daenerys and it's a really fun parody on uh, the first season of Game of Thrones. So we're going to have a escape house. We're gonna to have a cool lounge um and the show of course for three days um at comic-con so yeah check it out and then if you get your tickets be sure to put my name k-a-c-e-y in the promo code and i think you get a little bit of a discount and then i get like mad props so
0: awesome i will uh (laughs) I'll have to uh, remind me about that. Yeah. Uh, this goes out oh tomorrow, so I, I'll remember. I'll remember that. I'll make sure okay. it, gets, it gets all the plugs in, and we'll uh, I'll try to uh, promote it as much as I can to uh, all the nerds out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: Thanks.
0: Because that's awesome. I, I w- see. That's. The, I wish I was on the West Coast so I could go to Comic Con. I know. Uh, my
2: first time oh yeah
0: oh god i would i can't wait uh, one day i'll get there that's the goal yeah. but the one day is to get to and at least as a customer or a patron yeah. if i could get there as something cooler than that awesome but yeah i'll pay i don't care <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i'm actually gonna be there for screen rant as well um i think we're gonna do some live facebook stuff oh, so that's
0: cool. yeah I, so if
2: I... you want to see see things from my perspective there oh.
0: Yeah, I was telling my my best friend. I was like, "Yeah, I'm chatting with uh, Garrett and my and uh, my friend who works for Screen Rant to uh, talk about Wonder Woman." And he's like, you know someone from ScreenRant? You're kind of a big deal. I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm a big deal. Like, I just what? know somebody.
2: <laughs> like, That's so. hilarious. I'm not a big deal. <laughs> so, so I was like, so you gate you
0: made my cred better than it actually is by just being a, a, an employee of ScreenRant.
2: Oh, great. So, so I'm thank so you. Glad
0: I'm still employed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Don't let Screen. If ScreenRant pulls you into the office to fire you, say, so, wait, wait, wait. You listen to this.
2: Wait, no, I have some insane <laughs> followers, and I don't. Under, I don't think you understand the engagement that I drive yeah. on
0: my Twitter. So <laughs> they, they are borderline obsessive. <laughs> and uh, this guy, like, he just he was able to make friends because he
2: knows me. <laughs> yeah, I'm an important asset here. <laughs> All
0: right, Casey, thank you for being on the show again, uh, and have fun with everything you do especially that game of thrones thing i wish uh, i could be there for that one
2: thank you i'll send you a postcard all right <laughs> take care
0: thanks all right uh, and that's a wrap thank you casey for being on the show once again um i love that i was able to just randomly uh message you and say hey can you be on the show to talk for a couple of minutes about uh wonder woman and we end up ca- talking for i think close to an hour Uh, Some stuff was cut out. We had some recording issues that I I was hopefully able to edit around. But, um, Casey, thank you so much for being part of the show. Make sure you check her out. Uh, She's doing a bunch of cool stuff out there. Uh, She's directing some sketches. She is hosting Screen Rant stuff and producing there. She is going to be at San Diego Comic Con performing Game of Thrones the musical live there. So, uh, she's doing big and bad things. Go Check it out if you can. If you're on the West Coast, or you know what, a lot of the stuff's just on the internet. So check it out there. To be honest, <laughs> so uh, so glad that she did the show. So glad that Garrett did the show. They're both super friends. They're both, uh, I'm sure, will be friends, lifelong friends of this show, and will be uh, on future episodes. Thank you for listening. Uh, one more time to remind you, Everything is Awesome will be live at the Philadelphia Podcast Festival this year, July 16th, 2 p.m. at Tattooed Moms on South Street. I hope to see you there. Uh, until next time, make sure you check out Everything is Awesome on Twitter, at RealAwesomePod. You can find me on Twitter, at ThatNerdyKev. That's where I do most of my tweeting and twatting. Uh, and make sure you just check us out on the interwebs. You can find us at AwesomePodcast.com and CoreTempArts.com as part of the Core Temp Arts Podcast Network. For Everything is Awesome, I'm Kev, and we've been awesome.
1: Thank you for listening to the Court and Arts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Arts shows, visit cortemparts.com.